choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what up? It's Kels. I'm back at KMGZ on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kels Radio, episode 113. Um... How's everybody? I'm good. Hope everybody's fine. It's not going to be a long episode. Um, hopefully. I mean, we'll see. It shouldn't be too long. There's not a whole lot this week. So, let's um, just get, appreciate everybody for um, the shout-outs for the podcast over this past week and, and the retweets and everything. Appreciate the support. Um, y'all know I'm, I'm still working on a format here, and I'm, st- I'm coming up with some ideas. But, you know, I'm trying to... I don't know, I just, there's, I listen to podcasts, and you know, I'm on Twitter, and and different places, and there's a lot of, like, great content out there, and we, you know, but I just, I don't, there's, there's, I feel like there's a gap, there's like, there's like a whole lot of millennial voice, which we all know, and, you know, nobody wants to hear anything from the baby boomers, and they, all they do is talk, but I just feel like that my generation is a space, um, for people like me, who think like me, who grew up like me, and I just want to, like, more of that, and so I'm trying to, you know, I'm starting with this podcast, and hoping to get this out there, but, like, I have ideas for other things, but anyway, I just want to say, I appreciate y'all listening, because sometimes I'll be on here, and I'll be like, yo, I'm the only crazy nigga, they gonna think that, that think this shit, and be saying this shit, but I realize I'm not, like, you know, we Gen X, y'all know who we are, we can, I, um, I, I, I'm not sure the dates, but I think it's, I can't remember, but I think I know. I know we stop at 1980, and then the millennials start. Um, the, like the oldest millennials start in, from 1980. So you know, I just there's a gap out there. Like I listen. It's a lot of it's a lot of male oriented stuff out there, which you know, God knows, is all you know. There's never a, a, a dearth of that. Um, there's a, again a lot of millennial voices, and and you know, you guys, God bless y'all with y'all sensitive, problematic, all PC stuff. Look, somebody got to do it, but like that ain't really don't really resonate to me all the time either. So if you if you listening, you like this, and you relate, tell your friends, retweet. Um, I got other things in 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 the works, but y'all know I work full time, so I just don't be having time to just sit around and create shit, but I got, I got, I got a lot of stuff coming, but I just wanted to say thanks, and, um, I've been getting a lot of love, like, over the past two weeks, and I noticed my listeners going up, and, um, still working on the format, y'all got any suggestions, anything y'all would like me to maybe incorporate or or do, I'm still working on a music thing, I got that, I'm gonna do it here and there when I can, like, to, like, to this, this, uh, episode, I'll, I'll, I'll speak on some things, but, yeah, alright, so I didn't mean to ramble like that, my bad Alright, let's go, so Um, don't have no Yours and negative, it's been a trash Last week was trash, like a, Nothing, um, spectacular happened Um uh, I, I, Rihanna didn't even Do anything that I can, um That I, that we know about yet, her line I'm, I'm assuming she's busy because Fenty Beauty Is, is launching on September 8th, so I'm assuming she's like Busy with that um, but I will give today, some news came across, and I'll give a, a yours and negative to Combat Jack, because I, I saw um article today where Gimlet Media, with, where he had his mobile podcast, if you haven't listened to that, I heard it, y'all should listen to it, it's outstanding, um, uh, got a, in, I think, I, I think it was 15 million, got an infusion to like take their, um, Gimlet is like a podcast network, they're taking their um stuff to Hollywood, and I just, the reason... I mean, I told y'all why I started this podcast, but I was in L.A. I lived in L.A. Um, after law school. I, actually, I went out there my last year of law school. I did, like, a little semester away, so I was out there from 09, and I moved back in 2013. So, however long that is, I don't know. And, um, you know, L.A. is cool, but, like, anybody been at, you know, y'all know this, it's kind of corny, like, this, it's corny, right? And and you can do corny for, when you from where I'm from and, like, the background I have. Sorry, for some reason I don't have no problems with talking until I get on here. You know, 
you you get tired of corny after a while. And I was I was out there, and it was like the radio sucks out there. Like Big Boy and them, that shit is whack to me. And all they play is like pop records out there, and you, and then and they play like West Coast hip hop, which you know West Coast hip hop is cool, but I don't want to hear that shit all day, right? <coughs> Sorry. So I was looking for like something, like yo, I need something from the East Coast. I need some, I need the flavor, right? I need the culture, and. I was just fucking around on the internet one day and I found Combat Jack's podcast. And that's how I started listening to podcasts. And I was out LA listening to his podcast on SoundCloud on my on my stupid iPhone. I ain't I ain't know him or nothing. And um I started following him on Twitter and you know Y'all know I do my research and, and I found out who he was and I knew that I knew people that knew him, so you know, congratulations to him. I said all that because I'm doing this, you know, partly because of his inspiration, because I was like, yo, you know, I don't really want to write a blog, because, I mean, I could write, but, like, a good part of my job is, like, writing and editing and drafting, and it's like, who want to come home and do that shit? Not me. I was like, if I could just, like, get on the mic and talk, I think I got something to say. So, anyway, shout out to them, because I know it's a lot of podcasts out now, podcast business is popping, but the first one I ever heard of a podcast at all was Combat Jack Show, and, um... He the one that got me listening to some of the other stuff I listened to, and you know, loudspeakers and all all of that is like on his back. So, you know, uh, shout out to him because I wouldn't be on here if not. So that's good. Like, I, I, that's that's um, inspiring. So yeah, that's the yours and neighbor two for today or this week rather. All right. So on the current events, um, I almost. I almost don't want to talk about this, but I, I have to because I don't, I, I don't know. I, I feel, I don't really want to say, I don't want to talk about it because the trans issue, the trans, I recently, I'm not sure if you're allowed to say trans. I, if I, if I'm, I, if, if I'm not allowed to say trans, I apologize. I'm not sure if that's offensive. I think I heard that you're supposed to say trans something else, but in the LBGT, the T stands for trans. So I think I'm good. So trans um, I don't know a lot of, I don't feel comfortable enough to speak on it, but if y'all don't know what I'm talking about in the Breakfast Club, I don't even know what day it was. I only listen to the Breakfast Club because I, there's just no other state, like Hot 97, I don't, they were, so, um, and I don't have Sirius on my phone because I ain't paying for that subscription, so, stuck with the Breakfast Club. But, um, they had, uh, Lou Duval, well, they had Janet Mock on there that she was on there uh, plugging her book and just like trying to enlighten them on trans issues and you know asking the dumbass questions that they ask and you know she, I thought she was on there I thought she represented her so I'm not a huge Janet Mock fan but you know I thought she represented herself well I thought she spoke well I just I hate for, for, for like people with any kind of intellect to go on that show because these kind of things always happen so when I heard she was going on there I just knew I was like this not gonna go well like I and you know I understand people with the Oh, we have to lighten, we have to tell people. But, like, at this point, man, these people, they're just ignorant because they want to be ignorant. So, I mean, you know, I just don't see dragging. I mean, she had to promote a book, of course. But I just, I, I, I don't see dragging myself on these things where people are just invested in being dumb and invested in being ignorant. Because, I mean, how hard is it? Like, you tell you one time and you and, and it's not that difficult. But she went on there. She gave the interview. And, I, and, like, when I was listening to the interview, I really couldn't even get into it because... <clears throat> the interview wasn't that bad at all. It didn't, her interview didn't go bad at all. I just knew that it was going to be some foolery. I knew as soon as she left there, it was going to be some foolery. I just knew it. And I just listened to the whole thing like, girl, why are you doing this? Like, you were going up there and you trying to do your best and you giving it a good faith effort and you really in there trying to educate. And these clowns is going to be, as soon as you leave, they're going to be making fun of you. And sure enough, Lil Duval's dumb and ignorant ass. I don't know who thinks he's funny, I, ever. I don't. I don't mean no harm, but a lot of them, them, especially them southern comedians, that just get up on stage and curse and uh, that shit's not funny to me. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what. I ain't never laughed at that shit. I call that shit dumb comedy. I just okay. You getting up? You calling people bitches? You calling people hoes? You calling people faggots? Okay, great. That's not funny to me. Um, he came on there and they just like asked. First of all. The, why are you asking him about this? Like, 
why are you trying to bring her interview into him? You know, he's he's doesn't he's not there for anything. He's a comedian. He doesn't he's not bright. He he's not like doesn't speak on anything. He just gets up there and acts fucking fool. So why are you asking him about her? Put her her book up, and they just sitting there laughing and joking and and just basically dragging her. And then he, Duvall makes the comment that you know he ain't fucking. He purposely calls her her him, you know, which is ignorant, disrespectful. Purposely calls her him and then says like, "Oh, I, I ain't doing that because then I have to kill him." So, yeah, it's so much that could be said, and I feel like it was said already. But all, all I want to say is like, you just you gotta leave these motherfuckers behind. These 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 people who just want to be ignorant and just especially black people. Let me tell you, you don't really irritate the fuck out of me. Black people who try to oppress other people because if anybody should know what it's like to be oppressed, it should be us. But soon, y'all, soon as y'all think y'all gonna get one foot up on somebody else, you gonna be at the top rim of the pot and they gonna be down at the bottom. Both of y'all fucking boiling and, and burnt and shit. But you know, you higher up in the pot. As soon as you get, you feel like you got a little pos- position. Some of y'all want to feel like you can step on somebody else and. I think that's just, that's why we can't get nowhere, and I think y'all motherfuckers are the worst motherfuckers, I think y'all are are just the most useless people on the face of the earth that there are, because as soon as you want to come up with a way to oppress somebody, y'all sound just like the white man, with the same stupid shit he be saying, and it's like just mindless, dumb shit, because you don't, it's easier to just sit down and say, you know what, I'm wrong, and the shit I thought I knew or thought was right, maybe not right, and let me just learn something and shut the fuck up, no, can't do that, so, I just, I really, I, I don't want to give, and, and the thing that really, like, took the cake for me, though, is because, you know, I don't watch them on Revolt, but apparently they were filmed on Revolt, so we saw the clip, I saw the clip, and these motherfuckers have been on the radio all week trying to act like that, what we saw isn't what we saw, well, we didn't make fun, we didn't egg them on, he said, you held the book up, you egged them on, you was laughing and giggling when he said what he said, just because you correct somebody, oh, well, we correcting them, I mean, you can sit here and say, ain't that nigga a bitch, and I'll be like, ha, 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 nigga, that nigga ain't a bitch, don't say that, did I just correct you, or was I just laughing and joking with you, like, don't, don't play me like I'm stupid, don't insult our fucking intelligence, y'all might be dumb, we not dumb, we saw what y'all did, all three of y'all was sitting there laughing and giggling, held that woman's book up for him to insult, and for him to say what he said, and y'all trying to act like y'all did, whatever, I don't give a fuck, whatever, y'all gonna be on the radio, y'all popular, all that, I I don't really care, but just like, don't lie, we saw what happened, like, and you know, they boycott you, don't boycott, I mean, I don't really think nothing's gonna come of it, but you know, don't lie. I'd rather just, I'd rather just say I don't give a fuck or, or whatever. But don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to say we didn't see what we saw. We saw it. You have to hold that woman's book up like that in his face. You don't have to ask him about her like that. Like, is that what he was there for? To comment on Janet Mock? I don't think so. I don't really don't know what he was there for. Actually, I think he talked about that other dumbass reality show. But whatever. So you know, that's what bothered me about it. Like if you're gonna be ignorant, be ignorant. Don't don't be ignorant and and, and say and, and do shit. And then when you get called on it, act like you didn't do nothing. That's I don't. That's that's whatever. That's y'all. That's y'all. That's y'all's crew. Whatever. I just thought that was whack. I just think that's whack. I just I don't insult my intelligence. That's that's all I'm saying. Everybody saw what y'all did. That's that's why people's in the uproar. It'd be different if you know it was something that you know. It's y'all niggas do where y'all take shit out of context and make shit problematic that ain't necessarily problematic or try to make something out of something. That wasn't what that was. Everybody that saw that and I see and and I saw like dudes like straight men ones that don't even be going up for gay issues or going up for trans issues, just regular dudes on the TL that saw that shit and was like, damn, that's fucked up. Everybody saw that shit had the same reaction. So I, you know, y'all trying to tell us two is one and one is two, whatever. That shit was whack, and I hope nobody else, LGBT, don't go on their show, fuck them, because don't go on there and try to do good and try to explain and try to come across and, and educate and have somebody, like, mock you and, and fucking try to humiliate you the second you leave out the studio. You ain't got to agree. You maybe, you know, but you ain't you ain't have to do that. Like, that with that, and I don't even, like I said, I'm not even a big fan of her, like, I've seen her on some other things. She's not my favorite for other reasons. Nothing to do with her being trans. I just, but, you know, I thought she went up there, did a good job, represented herself well, in good faith, trying to educate you motherfuckers. And I didn't think that was necessary. And, and I think it was kind of fucked up. So, that's all I got to say about that. Leave these niggas behind. Niggas that don't want to learn, niggas don't want to be ignorant, let them do it. Like, 
Let them do it. Trump's in the White House now. Stupid is in. Be dumb. Be loud. Be ignorant. Be brash. Be boorish. Y'all winning right now, but like I said, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. I don't see it lasting forever because it just can't. Because it just it just can't. Like we we can't just keep or 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 we do and we die out one or the other. But like I just don't see this this coming. Like at some point, shit got to go back straight again. I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know when it's gonna be, but like. I don't know, we just gotta wait it out. I just don't believe that stupid stupidity and ignorance is gonna reign. I or supreme. I just I just don't. Um Okay, moving on to that to um really quick, because I did the cat thing last week, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Shannon Sharp, who continues to impress me with his discussion of Kaepernick and what's happened to him, and that he's clearly being blackballed for exercising his rights to, to protest. And I told y'all last week about you know, I thought maybe he could have done it in a way that wouldn't make it so easy to blackball him, but um, Ray Coon Lewis was up on TV, you know, because, you know, black people, like, when 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 you look around and, and whatever you're saying, it, the only person who's supporting that or who's egging you on or who's agreeing with what you're saying are white people. You really need to to, to check to check what you're saying because you're probably saying some racist wrong shit. If the only people who are agreeing with you are, are rich white men standing to the back smiling and grinning, okay. So Ray Lewis gets on there, and and that's the thing, like like you niggas are just doing this, like y'all just want to check, and it's so clear because the white man he don't need you. He puts your black ass up there because he wants. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say this racist shit. I'm going to put his black ass out there because they want to lend it legitimacy. Because they think that we're as stupid as they are. Like, they think that we're dumb. They think that it's not what you're saying in the public. We're, we're just some stupid fucking niggers. And we don't know nothing. And the only reason that we're objecting to what you're saying and won't just listen to what you're saying is because you're white. Oh, we'll put a black face on it and just put a black person out there. And then, and then they'll accept it. Because, you know, we dumb. We the dumbest ones. We don't have any sense. We don't have. We, we can't think for ourselves. We can't really understand what what why we disagree with you. It's just you got to throw a black face on it. And so there's always some nigga that is be willing to be at the Ray Lewis's or the um with the Jason Whitlocks or whoever whatever fucking cool nasty. It's usually a black man. All those some black women to do it too. But it's usually a black man who go out there. Malcolm X called it. Who go out there and say, uh, what's the matter, Massa? We sick. And Ray Lewis was we sick. And Shannon Sharp, like, he just, he, very impressive because he, he started, Ray started with the, what about black on? Before he could even get it out, Shannon shut that shit down and he knew what he was gonna say. And it was brilliant because he didn't even mention, he didn't even mention the term black on black, which I've told y'all before is not a fucking thing. It's just crime. Nobody says white on white. It's just crime. And he didn't even let Ray get it out. What he said was, he, because he's, Shannon started to talk. Well, but, but as a man, as a man, as a man, as a man, what what about what about the t- the two hundred people, the two hundred murders in Baltimore? As a man, ain't, ain't nobody talking about that. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody talking about did d- that, Ray? Because that ain't what the fuck we talking about. We talking about police killing unarmed black and brown civilians. That's what we talking about. The murders in Baltimore is a separate issue. But Shannon shut it down so masterfully because he didn't even let him get it out because he knew what he was saying he said okay let me let me ask you this when Ray Ray I think he said Ray Ray kills Willie that's genius because Shannon didn't say black on he didn't address it at all he knew what he was getting at and he knew that anybody listening that's gonna hear Ray Ray and Willie is gonna know exactly what he's talking about okay so you wanna talk about the two black dudes that's killing each other fine when Ray Ray and Willie kill each other what, what happens to Ray Ray? Ray Lewis sitting there looking dumb. What happens to him? He goes to jail. That's right. He goes to fucking jail. What happens when these cops who are getting paid with our tax dollars to protect and serve us and keep us safe from harm and, and enforce the laws are killing us for no reason and then lying when we see on camera that they're lying and not telling the truth and nothing happens to them. They just get to go to fuck home because black lives don't matter. So, fuck all y'all with that bullshit, and congratulations to Shannon Sharp. He impre- that's, and that's, not, that's like the third one I've seen. Yeah, he shut Michael Vick down, too. Outstanding, sir. Like, you know, you're a great football player, and I, and I just, 
you're sticking to it, and you're very articulate, and you're clearly very smart, and Ray Lewis just didn't have a range, Ray Lewis, Mike Vick, these are dumb dudes, I don't think they understand anything, I don't think they understand the complexity, I don't think they have the intellect to understand what the issues are, I think that they, somebody told them what to say, both of them criminals, uh, Mike Vick for the dog, Ray Lewis is on trial for murder, okay, but they know what they know, which is how to how to how to sit up here and, and try to not sound like a fucking uh, convict. That's all they know. They ain't got nothing to do with Cap. And I wish y'all would stop bringing them on TV. They don't have the range. If you want to bring somebody on to have an intelligent conversation, bring them on to have an intelligent conversation. But this throwing the, the 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 black dude on TV for a check so he can show that not all black people uh, down with that revolutionary whatever the fuck y'all call it. You're not fooling nobody with that shit. Y'all blackballing Kaepernick because he won the kneel for police brutality and ain't nobody said shit of, excuse me, ain't nobody said shit about police brutality. Y'all talking about this disrespecting the flag bullshit. Y'all cared about the flag so much. Ain't got not now one of y'all served in no military or went nowhere and did nothing for nobody. So fuck y'all. That's that one. Um and I'm gonna do this as a hot topic because there's no way I'm reviewing this show. Um, cause I'm not as insecure. So I watch Insecure cause I like Issa Rae and I support Issa Rae all the way from, um, awkward black girl, but Insecure is a hard show for me to watch. I watch it cause it's black and cause it's TL and cause I like to say fuck Lawrence and argue the viewpoints, but it's hard for me to watch because it's not really a dilemma to me. Like, I just think everybody on the show just makes shit life harder than it has to be. Like, Issa, all you had to do was tell the dude that, you know, it wasn't going to go nowhere. And, and Lawrence is, you know, it's a, it's a whole uh, group of dudes out there calling themselves the Lawrence Hive. Hey, look, man, if you want to be the Lawrence Hive, fine. But I, I don't, you might as well just go and sign your name to that fuckboy list. Because any woman that sees you part of Lawrence Hive is not going to want to do nothing. Because that Lawrence is lame, okay? Is he a bad guy? No. He's not, a, you know, he don't beat her, he don't, he didn't cheat, you know, cold finger, all of that. But, like, that's, y'all, y'all give people so much, like, he's just mediocre and mad as fuck. He's wishy-washy, he's passive-aggressive, he doesn't know what he wants, and because he's just not out cheating, he's a good guy? Like, who, who raised y'all? Like, no wonder, like, dating is so suck because y'all are... <laughs> Really? That's all it takes for you to be a good guy? Like, I wouldn't fucking date nobody on that show. Like, all of y'all, never. Like, oh my God. So, but, you know, the back and forth on Twitter is great. But, like, dude, if you walk around talking about you with Lawrence Hive, I, I hope you got a girlfriend already, and I hope she loves you because you ain't going to track nobody with that because Lawrence is mad in the motherfucker. And just because he got cheated on, that don't make him no motherfucking martyr. People get cheated on every day, B. And that nigga was a bum. And, um, you know, if he, if he was any kind of stand-up dude, he would have recognized that and be like, you know what, sis? I was falling off, that what you did is fucked up, I don't appreciate it, don't do that shit no more, but you know what, I'ma let you have that one, because I was fucking up, and I was laying around here not doing nothing, I forgot your birthday, and I ain't even getting shape-ups, I, I mean, I don't know, I, my mother ain't raised me like this, maybe I got a little depressed, maybe I need to go talk to somebody, but I recognize I was fucking up, and, and you know, that's wrong what you did, and, you know, old, old girl Tasha was pushing up on me, but whatever, you know, Let's let's keep trying to make this work. Or the opposite, you know what? I don't want to do this shit no more. Whatever, you know. Maybe this is just what the sign I need to get out the door and get whatever. Make a fucking decision is my point. Like this shit, this childish shit y'all doing. It's just not. I, 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 if, I don't know if I'm gonna make it through the second season. If it's gonna be this back and forth between Issa and Lauren, I I, I don't I, I don't know. I would like to see it. whatever Lawrence gonna do, go do it. Whatever Issa gonna do, go do it. And if, you know, two, three seasons of story arc that y'all get back together, that's fine. But I don't want to see a whole season of y'all going back and forth with this shit. Like, I'm already over it. I was over it at the end of last season. Like, you gonna be with Tasha? I mean, I just, I don't know. You wasting Tasha time to <laughs> people, people, <laughs> somebody said uh, Tasha's getting hate. Like, what? I don't mind Tasha. Like, whatever. I don't be getting all up in this. Y'all straight. Y'all make shit a lot harder, when she was coming on him, she knew she had a man, listen, whatever, if y'all not married, if y'all didn't have a contract, and y'all ain't gonna have consequences when y'all break up, meaning that the law says that you got to divide your shit a certain way, this little boyfriend, girlfriend shit, I just don't really be caring about, and I'm not saying you're supposed to cheat with nobody, but like, 
y'all be doing the most with that shit. Oh, well, she had a man, ma'am, ma'am. Y'all not legally bound. Maybe y'all split rent. Maybe y'all don't. I don't know. But if that nigga decide tomorrow that he just want to go to work and not come home, it's nothing. What are you gonna do about it? Like, there's nothing you can stop him from doing it. Like, y'all, y'all, boyfriend, girlfriend. What? That's. I'm sorry. It's not. Like, it's just. It, it don't to me. It just. I'm not. You know. I understand people have relationships and all that. You shouldn't interfere, but I mean, if a nigga not married, they there to be interfered with, like, I'm not saying she right, but she, I mean, what is she violating, really, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I don't know, that's an unpopular opinion, but like, I just feel like y'all do the most with the boyfriend-girlfriend thing, like, y'all really jump out the window, like, if somebody try to holler at your boyfriend, like, they, they, I mean, besides just disrespecting you and disrespect, I, I get that, but like, beyond that, like, I don't know, I just don't, I don't think it's the same. When you married to somebody, like now y'all done y'all done said that y'all done gonna do unto others not as y'all do unto y'all, and, and forsaking all lovers, and we in this bond, and I got this wedding ring on, and I'm married, and I got a fit. That's different. When you fucking with married, that's different. But like just smiling at nigga face in the Best Buy, I mean, Tasha might have just saw. You know what? This nigga look down. This nigga ain't got no haircut. His, his, he say he got a girlfriend, but clearly she ain't she ain't. Taking care of him because nigga ain't even got a fucking haircut and you're here looking a mess and oh he got ten thousand dollars in the bank. Hey, how you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's. I'm glad it's getting the um buzz. It is. Um, glad it's on HBO. I, I, I love Issa, but like, um, I don't know. I might not make it through this all this season if um this is gonna be what it is, like, it's only the second episode in, so hopefully this is just set up, oh, I'm Molly Hive, by the way, y'all be slandering Molly, Molly is a ride or die chick, she is what she is, she don't bring you that phony shit, you should take it how, you take me how I take it, I'm go, go get this little therapy and work my shit out, but I'm not gonna change too much, because I got all the way to this law firm, being this person, and I'm this person, and you that person, and if you don't wanna deal with me, don't deal with me, like, but if you need some help, I'm gonna be the one you call, so whatever, I'm Molly Hob. I'm not in all this Molly's trash. What makes her trash? Because she don't wanna deal with the dumb shit that y'all deal with. I don't wanna deal with that shit neither. Um, I think Lawrence's light skinned friend, I identify with him the most because he just like over all this shit. Like, niggas, you gonna uh, find a spot yet? Okay, that's your girl. You took her out yet? All right, well, why don't y'all take, you know, why don't y'all get to figuring out what y'all gonna do so you need to fuck up out of here? Issa, no, nah, he not here. You need anything else? Can help you? Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I, I identify with that dude the most. Like, all of y'all is tripping. Um, yeah, okay. That's all I want to say about Insecure. I told y'all this episode is not going to be long at all. So, on to shit I watch. Um, hopefully shit y'all watch too. So, Queen of the South last week was actually pretty good. I'm going to go through it really fast. Um, so, again, Camilla has been trying to uh, hook up, find a distributor for cocaine. And now she found a dude in South America but now that gives her the brace. But now she got to get new... Um, because Epifanio is fucking with her and working with the DA, DEA now, she gotta expand to new territories, because Dallas is kinda locked down, so she's trying to get her cocaine somewhere else, so she met this dude the um, dude that played uh, Marlo on the Wire, I don't know the actor's name, Jamie something, he's on there um, he's this guy in Chicago um, him and MC Light um, it's this guy in Chicago, and so she wants to sell through him, so she gets the, um he don't want to work with her though, so she was like, "All right, fine. What we'll do is we'll force it." So he has to work with us. So they go up with these. They got this pure Bolivian cocaine cut with ether. You know, best in market. So they take it up to Chicago and just start spreading around, figuring, well, you know, when we got this pure cocaine, it'll get work to get back to him, and then he'll just have to work with us because either he'll want the cocaine or, you know, we'll just put him out of business with the good cocaine and shit. So that's what they do to go to Chicago, but shit don't quite go right because MC Light, who's like his his muscle, figures out what's going on. Um, and as they're trying to leave, with they they was at this poker game and they won all this money, and um, you know spread they were spreading the coke around at this party in this poker game, and so you know they but they want money, so they're trying to leave with it. And she comes in the hotel room and pulls a gun. It's like yo, y'all not going nowhere. The fuck y'all doing? So this leads to them finally getting dude's attention, and, and he like, alright, come on, so they get on the plane, um, so this week coming up, but Epifanio and the people that's, 
uh, trying to kill Camilla is still out there. This this crazy general that's working for Epiphania was still out there. So this week coming up, because again, it starts from the beginning where Teresa is the drug lord. So we're trying to get to figure out how that occurred. Because right now she's still working for Camilla and running. And going through like all these levels of difficulty trying to, trying to fucking get up there. So I think this next week we're going to see what's up. Because Camilla seemed like um, they're coming for her. And she seemed like she tells Teresa, look, just take care of my daughter. But I don't know. We'll see what happens because it's still kind of early in the season. But um, yeah, that's what happened over over the past two weeks of Queen of the South. Um, it comes on tomorrow night, so we'll get caught up on that. Um, what what else? Oh, I realized I haven't been doing Black Ink. Black Ink Chicago is back. And um, them niggas is crazy. Um, for some reason, everybody in the shop feel like that they own the shop, even though um, Ryan is the one that owns it and pays the rent. His name is on the lease, and it's his business, and y'all his employees. Um, for some reason, they feel like they all own now Mag. So, Ryan is trying, you know, he's back with his girlfriend now. He's trying to put his foot down, trying to get his business together, and trying to, like, run it like it should be run. And everybody losing their minds. And Van, he changed, so Ryan changed the locks because he like, yo, everybody don't need a lock to this place. Only the manager, myself, and, you know, need, and maybe one other person for emergencies need a key. But everybody don't need a key. The hours are, you know, Nine to five, y'all come here nine, y'all leave at five. The door be open, y'all need no motherfucking key, right? They flipping out, so he changed the locks. Um, Van comes and breaks the window with a crowbar. Talking about you ain't gonna lock me out. I hope the god Ryan calls the police on him because that dumb nigga's on papers and he'll go straight back to jail. Um, Ryan picked, printed up some t-shirts for promotion They was going to something, he wanted to have t-shirts You ain't asked me about no t-shirts Bitch, I ain't got to ask you about no t-shirts You work for me, this is my motherfucking shop This is my motherfucking promotion I put my shirt face on whatever the fuck I want to put it on Cause it's mine I ain't even got to take you Because this shop runs on my name Y'all in here off my names I, I go to the goddamn conventions I, I, I can go by myself, I don't need y'all They'll come here, they'll see y'all Your clients, you bring in whoever they are They you bring him into my shop, so you know I, I feel Brian, I feel Ryan. I think Ryan should have been doing that. Um, he fired Danielle because Danielle had an attitude because he didn't want to invite her drunk boyfriend, who he almost had to fight, who be causing trouble all the time because he's drunk to the party. That's fucked up. Is it sis? You fired, <laughs> which is the first. <laughs> I laugh because I swear to God, I two seconds before. I mean, Ryan, Ryan said you're fired about the second, two seconds after my brain was like, I would fire her. <laughs> like, like two, I was like, I'll fire her. Two seconds, Ryan's like, you fired. I was like, oh, so that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, are you crazy? Like, you can go. You don't really do not. I, I don't have to invite him. He come in here drinking. I don't like that nigga. He come in here to my party drinking up my shit. Nah, yeah, you, you could go too. So... I just thought that part was great because I was like, man, I will fire you. As soon as I thought that shit, he was like, yeah, you fired. <laughs> it was just great. Like, he had no problem. Like, yo, get the fuck out. Um, so, Cobra's going to be coming back from last season, which is going to be funny. Because um, Charmaine accused her of stealing her glasses, which is the stupidest thing. Like, girl, this old raggedy pair of Ray-Bans. You know how many people got Ray-Bans? Char- um, Charmaine was talking about these glasses like they was like some one-on-ones that, you know, I don't know, some kind of super fancy glasses that cost this whole bunch of, but like, that's a pair of Ray-Bans. Like, that's how you know you broke and ain't used to nothing. When you flipping out over some Ray-Bans, think somebody sold your motherfucking sunglasses. I got three, four pair of Ray-Bans over there right now. It ain't that serious. Um, so she's coming back. Van, I hope Brian, I hope Brian called the cops on him because this nigga took a crowbar and busted up his window to get into the shop. And for what? Like, on camera. Like, nigga, you was a dummy. You want fucking probation. You was a dummy. Um, old boy, um, Don and his girl, like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't even know why he married that girl. I don't see that's laughing. She, she's, she's, she's a basic bitch. Now she talking about she want to quit her job and stay home. That nigga barely make money to support himself. What you mean? You can't just quit and want to stay home. You need to, like... I don't understand her. Like, I feel like she just decides that she's going to do these things. It's like, sis, y'all ain't got money for you to stay home. You ain't can't be no stay-at-home wife. Like, he ain't got no job like that, and neither do you. You got to work. Um, what else? Uh, what's the dude for? 
his bitch ass. I don't like four. He don't say nothing. He be talking behind Ryan back. Ryan there, he just sitting there looking dumb. Four is a punk. You can tell he's a punk. I don't like, I'm sorry. I, I don't like dudes like that. Like, yo, if you want to say something, say it when he's here. You want to be tough, be tough when he's here. Don too. Don be doing that nut shit, tearing shit, taking, pulling off his car. Nigga, you like a third, both of y'all like 13. Everybody in this shop is immature as fuck. Um, Kat is out in LA, which actually I think is a good move for her. Because she's, I mean, she is a good tattoo. I think of all the tattoo artists in there besides Ryan. She's the best one. She's a good tattoo artist. Not as good as she thinks she was. Because Cobra came in there and was like, um, your shit is dusty. It's crooked. Your hair is uneven. And she felt the way about it. I mean, she is good, though. But I think it's smart for her to go out to L.A. Because I don't really think she need that shop. She, uh, she, the clients that she pulled in there were clients coming for her, like, you know, that really wanted to see Kat, and Kat was the one going to the conventions and putting the stuff in and doing the shit you're supposed to do to get on and get your business popping, and she was doing it, so, you know, I think it's smart for her to go to L.A., because she has that name, and so, you know, if she can get one or two celebrity tattoos, then, you know, she can get it going. Young MMA made the, uh, special appearance, good for her, um, Hopefully she can keep that going, because right now it's just, ooh, them other songs not popping like that. Um, and I don't know if they will, because like I said before, the content is, I just don't see it for it. Um, people tired of hearing niggas rap about that. They definitely don't want to hear no, no lesbian rap, rapping about that. Because, um, I don't know. So, um, yeah, that was back in Chicago. So... I feel like there's another show we do, but I just can't recall what it is right now. It's not Claws, but Claws is good this week. Um, if y'all ain't see it by now, oh well, but uh, Roller's back. Roller wasn't dead, which I don't understand because Virginia shot the shit out of Roller, and that nigga was floating, so I need to know how he not dead. But apparently he's not. Now he's back scanning, pretending like he don't know who shot him. Uh, Game of Thrones. So... I gave y'all the whole rundown of Game of Thrones. So this week we get Ilaria back to King's Landing. Cersei being Cersei makes what I think is a mistake because she doesn't kill Ilaria. She locks her in a dungeon and tells her and feeds um, the youngest sand snake the poison, the same poison that Ilaria used to uh, kill Markella and says she's going to watch her daughter die. I think that was a mistake because I told y'all before I don't trust Ilaria and this and this was one vengeance that I really wanted Cersei to have because she killed Markella and she really ain't had to do that. I mean, Alaria been on some vengeful shit forever. And I mean, she, whatever. She killed Cersei's daughter. That's the one Cersei loved. Cersei cared about her the most. So I wasn't going to take it away from Cersei to get revenge on that bitch. And I was like, yeah, get her. But she ain't kill her, which I think is going to come back to haunt her because if you don't know by now, Game of Thrones foreshadows like a bitch. That's why when you motherfuckers be talking about, well, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. It's off the book. If you I, if you pay attention, they foreshadow a lot of shit that's gonna happen, and you could try to kind of figure it out. And if they keep coming back to shit or keep showing shit over and over again, it ain't just to take up time. It's gonna come back around later. Like the fact that people keep asking Miss Sandy where she's from and saying shit like we can't, uh, her answer always being different and saying shit like we can't place your accent and things like that. I think Miss Sandy is is something where she's come. Either she's not who she says she is, or something is up with Miss Sandy. She's keeping some kind of secret. I, I don't know what it is. They say Daenerys has three betrayers. I would hate for it to have to be her. I don't think she'll help Cersei, but we don't know who she is. She could be a, a, um, one of many faces and have some other whole thing going on that we don't know about. Um, but we'll see, because there's one more betrayal coming. The first one was um that witch in the desert. The second one was Jorah. So there's one more coming, so we'll see who it is. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I called? So this is what I want to say, though. This is what I want to say. Sometimes I wonder what show y'all niggas watch. Because all this week, Cersei's winning, Khaleesi's taking L's, oh, when is it going to flip on her? Maybe y'all just don't know about warfare, or I don't know. Maybe y'all just not, I don't know, watching the same show. But, like, Daenerys hasn't even started to fight yet. Daenerys hasn't done one, she went, just this week, they went and took King's Landing. That's the first offensive maneuver that Daenerys done. Her fleet was wiped out when they were on their way. The plan was to starve out Cersei, to do a barricade to starve her out, to give her, that is not an offensive tactic. That's something you do to to try to avoid war, to let's see if we can blockade them, starve them out, get them to quit, get them to die, we don't even have to fight. Khaleesi has not done anything. A 
attacked Cersei at any way yet. They went to King, they, sorry, not Kings, like Cassidy Rock, and took that over. But that's the first offensive move she's done, and she's and she took that. Cersei, in the meantime, has been throwing everything she has at Khaleesi, trying to trying to win. So I mean, I, I don't taking L's. How I mean, she lost. Yeah, she lost the fleet because she's doing this shit with Tyrion and and going against her instinct and not doing rest in peace, not doing mother mother Tyrell rest in peace to a real G told her to do, which is stop all this nonsense and follow. Stop listening to these men and do what you do because you the one that got you here. Great speech she told Jon Snow when Jon Snow came and he ain't want to bend the knee yet, and she and he was like, look. I, I hear all this, and all this is nice, and you sitting up on this throne, and you got all these titles and shit, this is nice, it's real nice, it's this everything, but I don't know who fuck you is, I don't know you, and I know it's these white walkers out here, and I need this dragon glass, and you up here talking about all these names, and bow and, and King's Land, and all this shit, and I'm trying to get you to understand that y'all worried about the wrong shit. So, Daenerys' speech back to him was, okay, well, you don't know who I am, that's fine, but I went through this, 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 and this, and I got all of this and came all the way here and standing here now with you, because I'm the shit, boo, and I knew I was the shit the whole time, and that's how I got here, so you ain't got to know me, all these motherfuckers and them three dragons out there, they know me, now what's good? I just thought that was a good conversation, because it was good showing who John was, and it was good showing who Daenerys was, and I just thought it was great, um, I laughed so fucking hard, when, when Miss Sandy went through all of Daenerys' titles, <laughs> and John ain't having John and Davos wasn't prepared, and so John looked over at Davos like, "Yo, yo, you gotta introduce me, dude, do the hype man shit." And Davos was like, "This is John Snow." <laughs> yo, dude, what he say? King of the North. <laughs> like, yo, that shit was so. Funny, cause Davos was standing there like, bruh, I ain't know it was gonna be a fucking rap battle, nigga. Like, you, I ain't know we had to do all these introductions, shit. Like, what is you? Like, I don't, King of the North, what? <laughs> like, we, <laughs> that shit was so funny, man. <laughs> this is Jon Snow. Jon looked like, oh god, <laughs> I got me here looking fucking. We look dumb as shit. <laughs> And Daenerys and it was just looking like <laughs> You king of the north where, where you where you wish your hype man at and I just kept looking at Davos and Davos was like and Warden of the North <laughs> That shit was funny man <laughs> That was hilarious They was just both standing there like this is some bullshit So then Daenerys just start walking closer and <laughs> John's just looking like, oh man. So then da- Daenerys tells him, okay, well, you don't want to bend the knee, and you calling yourself king in the north. The north belong. Oh, the other fun, the other good part was when Daenerys pulled the receipts. I thought that was funny too. She was like reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time because when they came in, John started trying to, you know, ask about dragon glass, and Daenerys was like, uh, excuse me, uh. Can you please, um, your name is, uh, Stark, correct? Your Snow, you come from the Starks, House Stark, yeah. And, um, can somebody read the little paper over there? Yeah, what it say? It say, Stark served the, the, the uh, Targaryen kings for how long? In perpetuity. In perpetuity. What do that mean? Mean forever. Can you bow, please? John, like, I'm not bowing. She, like, you're not bowing? Okay, so you're not gonna honor your little pledge here, the little perpetuity forever pledge? I done came all the way up. Okay, okay, cool. That's cool. Y'all in rebellion too then. Y'all can get it too. <laughs> I love that. Yo, that whole scene was so great because them two, they that's, they don't know they aunt and nephew. They don't know they related. It's, it's, it's going to be great. It was so funny. That whole scene was hilarious because Daenerys was sitting up in her throne looking very queenly. And John can't, you know, he can't move past. He can't move past the little area that they let you go. <laughs> Y'all saw it. That shit was funny. Oh man, great scenes, great scenes. Um, yeah. So I'm not worried. I mean, I think you know. Of course, it's Game of Thrones. Of course, we know some people gonna die. I think probably they're gonna get one of Khaleesi's dragons, mainly because I seen it in the picture and the artwork, but also because I don't know. I mean, like she ain't. I think that probably one of them dragons not gonna make it. We because you know, that's just what would the show be if they all made it. 
And when again, when they took over in the first place, the Targaryens, the dragons. I mean, all the dragons ain't make it because they had a big um, skull of one of the dragons that got shot down. So. But that little slingshot thing they built, I mean, I don't know. Like, them dragons been shot at before. They was trying to, I just, I don't know about, I don't know how effective that's going to be. Like, you might get one, and then they're going to know you got that shit, and then, you know, it ain't going to work no more. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I wouldn't be surprised they got one of them dragons. I think the White King is going to walk around the wall because the winter has come and the, and the ocean is frozen now. So, I think he's going to walk around the wall because they can't go over the wall because the wall is packed with spells to keep the, the them out. I think they're gonna walk around, um, and I don't know, John. Like, John got a nigga. You need like a PowerPoint. Maybe you need to make some whooshy noises or something. Like, you nobody is listening to John about these White Walkers, which I find strange because Khaleesi was just like trying to play him like he crazy. Like, oh, you talking about deep? Like, sis, you got three dragons. Sis, you walked into the fire. Burnt, came out the other side with three baby dragons. They calling you fucking unburnt. Be, break girl chains. Uh, cross her to great grass sea because of that shit you did, magic. But this nigga crazy because he's talking about white walkers? Like, I just, <laughs> I don't understand how it's so outlandish. John don't look crazy. And he came all the way down. Like, I don't know. I just don't, why would he be lying about it? You know, he coming down here to asking you for this dragon glass so he can kill these walkers. So, um, I think eventually he's going to convince... Daenerys, um, cause at some point like, at some point it got to go to the battle with the, like, we can't, it ain't gonna, we can't just keep watching Daenerys and, and, and Cersei go back and forth, cause we know that ain't the real battle like, at some point, somebody gonna have to wake up to these, to these walkers, and everybody gonna be dead, right? Um, the other part I wanna comment on is you <sighs> Elena Terrell a real G, a old school everybody's favorite auntie, everybody's favorite grandma who is not here for your lip and not here for your shit and will drag you by your edges appears to have gone on to glory however this being Game of Thrones and things being foreshadowed I wonder if Elena Terrell really has died because Jamie came down to Highgarden because Jamie learned from when Rob Stark routed him and he figured and that's another thing, all y'all talking about it gotta be a spy look, maybe it's a spy but it don't have to be a spy. Khaleesi is at Dragonstone. Cersei is at King's Landing. The, the Lannister fort, fort is at Casterly Rock. There's only three locations in play here. Euron is in the ocean with his fleet. Maybe I don't know about naval shit. When you have a fleet of ships, y'all don't just go everywhere as a unit. That's defeats the whole purpose of the Navy. The purpose of the Navy is to be mobile. So you can get here, you can get there. While they attacking from land, you can attack from sea. You can come around. So fleets break up. So Euron, the way he's, he's getting around so quickly because he had just the same way when Khaleesi sent Yara and them. That wasn't her whole fleet. You don't send, the only time you send your whole fleet is like when they crossed, when everybody had to come across. Like when Khaleesi was coming across the dragons, all of y'all go then, yeah, because y'all Y'all all traveling together to get to the other side. But you don't just be patrolling the, the whole ocean with your whole fleet. That's dumb. You don't do that. You have armadas. You have squadrons. Y'all, you have attack boats. You have aircraft. You have different boats that serve different purposes. Y'all don't all go. So, Euron is it's only three locations. Khaleesi's either going to attack King's Landing or she's going to attack Ashley Rock. So, if you have a navy... All, and, and they all going along the same route from Dragonstone to, to, uh, to King's Landing is through the, the, the bay, and to get around to, to um, Castle Rock, you gotta go around, okay we know they only going to these two places so all we gotta do is just hang out here so you have half your fleet some, hanging out somewhere around Castle Rock, patrolling that area you have the other one down keeping an eye on Dragonstone in case she wanna hit King's Landing, I mean it's not really, if she hits King's Landing that's an army battle, it's nothing the Navy can really do about that but, like, it doesn't need to be a, a, a spy for them to keep cutting her off. Like, there's only two places she's going to be going. Like, Tyrion, same way Tyrion could be like, okay, well, let's try to blockade them. Jamie could look at that, and Euron, too. Jamie and Euron have been fighting their soldiers. They strategize. They fight battles their whole lives. Tyrion has just started. Tyrion playing battleship. Like, it doesn't take much <laughs> to figure out that's what they're doing. That's what I'm saying. It's not no whole, it's not a whole lot of big strategy going on right now. Jamie knew the High Garden was not going to be guarded because why would it? The High Garden is not anything important. Like the, the the key is King's Landing. So what do we need to get 
Highgarden didn't figure, so of course that's not going to be guarded. So Jamie went down there because, you know, Cersei once been trying to get late Mother Terrell, and, um, you know, it appears that she did, but I don't know because I think that it's not a coincidence that they showed Mother Terrell take that poison, but they did not show her die. And I would not be surprised if she had the antidote because that's her poison that she used to poison Joffrey. And Mother Terrell ain't no fool. And she gave that whole speech about she had never seen the poison work before. She knew of it, but she never seen it work before, and she didn't know he'd be gasping his neck and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if she has an antidote because how you gonna come down here to my estate to where I live at, with the poison that I use and poison me, and think I'm not prepared that'd be just like Cersei though, this is what we talk about Cersei, Cersei is rash, and Cersei is brash and she thinks that she's smarter than everybody else, and you know what, I'll send her down there with her own poison, and that bitch will just die, not ever thinking that perhaps that bitch had thought of that and perhaps she has an antidote, or perhaps she has, a uh, you know, something in her large estates that she wouldn't die, now that may be a far-fetched because you'd be like, well, the Lannisters would, you know, they would make sure she was dead, but they might not. If Jamie gave her that poison and thought she was just going to die, they might leave there and leave her dead. I mean, I wouldn't. I would make sure she was dead. I'm just saying, I don't think it was a coincidence that they didn't show in that last scene her actually dying. They just saw her taking the poison and sitting there. So, we assuming she did. If she is, though, rest in peace to a real G. He's one of my favorite characters on there. You drag everybody. You draw, are you the worst person alive? <laughs> she said that to shit this Cersei. <laughs> Tywin Lannister, have respect for you. Um, you was a real G, and I'm that's just I'm sorry to see you go. Um, yeah. So there we go. See, I told y'all this episode was not going to be long. Um, wrapping it up. So this week we'll see. Um. I don't know, either this week, we've already had, like, the super, you know, uh, action-packed episode. This next one might be too, but I have a feeling this one might be some more intrigue, um, and we'll, we'll see what all, what all happens. But, um, yeah, so that's it, um, for this week's episode. I didn't hold y'all long. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks for asking. Follow me on Twitter. You can follow me personally at KMGZ on Twitter, and, and please follow um, at, at thanks underscore for asking without the G on Twitter. Um, yeah, retweet, uh, tell your friends, um, and that's it. See y'all next week. Peace.